Hello, and welcome into the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bryant the Boom Corgan, joined as always by Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo Dobes. Hello. And Brendan the Producer Pika. Heyo. Uh, we are breaking down our second half of our week nine preview. Uh, today, we're going to be previewing the AFC home games. And before we do that, we do need to point out there are a few teams on by. The Cincinnati Bengals, LA Rams, Philadelphia Eagles, and Cleveland Browns are all taking the week off. Uh, and speaking of taking the week off, Andrew, so yeah. far this season, you have taken seven weeks off uh, because I yeah. am currently beating you seven to one when it comes to our game predictor for, uh, challenge. Giving, giving me an excuse. I wasn't paying attention. I took the day off. Not my yep. fault. Not your fault. Yeah, right, I'm going to win this week, though. We'll I got see. nothing to lose. I'm going to take That's a risk. That's true. That's true. Well, I'm excited to capitalize on your desperation yep. and make it a, another win for me. Honestly, though, when have I not taken risk on this, on these prediction games? I don't I take risks every week that. and it never pays off. Yeah, Hence well, the 7 1. It, it, it paid, paid off once. once. <laughs> it paid off once. Thank you, Miami <laughs> Dolphins. Oh, Love. man. Well, I think we just jump right into it. The Let's first it. AFC home game we are going to break down is the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Indianapolis Colts. This Ravens team, this offense looked out of sync last week, uh, but that is because they faced uh, the best defense in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson, I think, is a fine start. Uh, he has not been the MVP you were hoping for, but he's still a solid quarterback start. Uh, Mark Ingram did not practice on Wednesday. I do think J.K. Dobbins uh, will have the lead role yep. uh, if Mark Ingram does not play. And I do think Dobbins is worth a flex start this week. Yeah, I, I think Dobbins obviously is going to have that lead role, like you said. I'm not sure how confident I am with him putting up major numbers. I, I got him really as a low-end uh, flex just because the Colts' rushing defense is the second best. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm worried about. They give up only... They're they're averaging basically seventy nine uh, rushing yards a game. That's how much they give up. So, yeah, no, and that's a really solid point. Now, I do think I believe in the rushing game of the Ravens more than I believe in the Colts defense. Uh, but I I can absolutely see where you would want to pivot away from that. If you are desperate, I think you can absolutely do worse. Yeah, uh, but it's it's a desperate week. So. Yes, yes, it certainly is. Um, when it comes to receiving options. Uh, Marquise Brown, you know, he's just one of those players where, you know, he's going to have a big game. You don't know when it's going to be, and you're going to be burned occasionally. If I had to bet, uh, this would be a week where I do not think he blows up. However, I am facing him in a couple leagues, so that typically means a player is about to blow up. Uh, yeah. I would not be excited to start Marquise Brown this week. The Colts have been solid. Um especially against wide receivers like Marquise Brown this season. I would much it's, rather it's start tough. Mark Andrews, and I do think he will be more involved and a more consistent mm -hmm. producer. Uh, so Brown, do you feel differently? Uh, it's it's a tough situation because it's such a good defense. But like we talked about earlier, it's a it's a desperate week. I mean, like like I said, people dropping like flies. Brandon Ayuk placed on the COVID list, stuff like that. Uh if you're desperate, you, you got to play him. He got a touchdown last week, um, and he's got the opportunity to make big plays. I I have more faith in Marquise Brown doing well than J.K. Dobbins. 
Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I agree I with you there. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm on the same page with you there. Um, yeah, over to the Colts side of the ball. Jonathan Taylor was limited in practice and is questionable. Uh, this is going to be a spoiler, uh, but I am sitting Jonathan Taylor this week. Yeah. Uh, he did not look right last week, and Naeem Hines and Jordan Wilkins shined in his absence. Uh, and this is a stellar Ravens defense. So if Jonathan Taylor was 100% healthy, I would start him. Uh, he is not 100% healthy, and I am not starting him against this vaulted Ravens defense. So who would you play any of the Colts running backs? Yes, yeah. Gun to my head, uh, which is obviously a hyperbole. Uh, I would start Naeem Hines. I do think his role as the pass catcher will be uh, more effective against this Ravens defense. Uh, but Wilkins, you know, has proven to be solid as well. Uh, I do think he's going to run into a brick wall. Uh, so I would start Wilkins in the J.K. Dobbins category. <laughs> um, but yeah, a little lower, yeah. I think Naeem Hines is a... I'd say a pretty solid running back three, especially in PPR leagues this week. Yeah, I, I like Hines not for his run game, but for the passing game. So I can't yeah. imagine too many rushing yards for Hines, but we saw last week he's evolved in the receiving game, and uh, they're definitely going to need to throw the ball. Uh, and there's so, yeah. nobody I want in the receiving options. So you say they no. definitely need to throw the ball. I think they might just be able to grind this game out. Um, I'm fading rivers. I am fading all these receiving Hilton, options. Pittman, Pascal, no one. I am out. No, um, no yeah. tight end. No Trey Burton. Nope. Nope. I'm out. Somehow gets a rushing touchdown about every other game. <laughs> they do a jet, a jet sweep with their tight end three. What is that? Anyway, still no. Bold. Uh, these two teams, give me the Ravens. Ravens. I kind of wanted to go Colts, but no. Yeah. Taylor was healthy, maybe. <laughs> but uh, Next up, we have the Houston Texans taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Texans. Randall Cobb did not practice due to illness. As far as other options, man, uh, the Jaguars are a beatable defense. I'm starting David Johnson and feeling good about it. I'm starting Watson, Fuller. Uh, and cooks, I think you can go out, go ahead and start. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's really all systems go. There's no reason they shouldn't be able to crush this Jaguars team or at least put up a lot of points on them. Not starting tight ends. You know, I, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. There are better options out there over to the Jaguars side of the ball. Uh, Gardner Minshew will not play this week. The rookie Jake Luton is expected Jake to start. And uh, man, that's that's gross. Not exactly sure what this Jaguar franchise is deciding. Uh, at this point, Gardner Minshew, it seems more like a benching uh, than a precautionary week to heal. This it's, makes me nervous uh, for yeah, for everybody. Nice. Uh, James Robinson, I think, is the only locked and loaded starter. Uh, they will rely on him and he should have a great week. You know, right now he's running back five on the season. Uh, and I think he will be a top 10 running back this week. Mm. DJ Chark, I think you are starting as a yeah, wide starting. receiver three because you have to. Yep. And I'm not expecting huge production. Uh, this Jake Luton, Lutton, is a Lutton? big question mark. Uh, and State. yeah, we'll see, man. Um, I'm not starting Chenault, and I'm not starting really anybody else. I want no, to see it goal, before no. I know what to do. So Chark is it for me, James. Yep. Robinson, Robinson and Chark. 
Jark Robinson. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see uh, a lot of lot of new quarterbacks starting this week. So we'll see how Jake Lutton compares to uh, to the rest of them. He's a big guy, six six, two oh. twenty five. Going to be uh, interesting to see uh, how he plays with this team. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with Gardner Minshew. He's dealing with an injury, but to me, it looks like the Jaguars are thinking about moving past Minshew, looking at other options. So. Yep, which makes sense. If, they're yeah. they're working on a, their next draft. Uh, these oh, two yeah. teams give me the Texans. Texans. Next up, we have the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Buffalo Bills. On the Seahawks side of the ball, Chris Carson is questionable for this week. If he does start, I am starting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, no matter who's starting, you want to start the starting running back for the Seahawks. Yep. Opportunity. Uh, Wilson is a beast and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are the most lethal wide receiver duo in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And Andrew, I've got to give you props. Uh, Before the season started, uh, one of your bold predictions is that Lockett and Metcalf are both going to be top 10 wide receivers. And you nailed it. Um, like it, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely saw that coming. Uh, So kudos to you, my friend. It's just just because of this. This entire offense is so deadly. It's going to be amazing. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Metcalf blew up last week. Lockett was a downer last week, uh, but they are flip flopping and you can't cover both of them. So at any point, one of them can blow up and hopefully Mm -hmm. we get to the point where they both do at the same time. It could be this game. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Uh, Other than that, not a whole lot of Seahawks. I'm excited about outside of the studs. Uh, Anybody for you that you think is worth mentioning? No. Just just Carson, if he plays, and two wide receivers, and Russell Wilson, obviously. No yeah, brainer. yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't want to, like you said, don't get fancy with the tight ends. I want to deal with that. There's better options out there. Yeah, awesome. I like it. Uh, with the Bills, uh, John Brown did not practice on Wednesday, uh, but it is anticipated it was just a rest day. Uh, he is still expected to play this week. Uh, if John Brown does play, I would be very excited to start John Brown against this Seahawks secondary. Yes. yes. Uh, very good. I, I think Diggs is a great wide receiver two this week mm-hmm. uh, with high wide receiver one upside. Uh, Josh Allen, of course, is a solid play against this very generous Seattle Seahawks defense. I think this could be a very get right game for Josh Allen. It gets gross when it comes to running backs between Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. I do favor Singletary in this game. Zach Moss has not been involved at all in the passing game this season, and Singletary has shined in that role. So I really do think Singletary is the way to go. Uh, That's who I would choose first uh, from this backfield this week. Uh, But Zach Moss is the red zone guru, I guess, Mm -hmm. would be a good way of putting it. Um, I like them both this week. I like Moss over Singletary, actually. Wow, I could not disagree anymore. I like moss over singletary just because moss is the goal line back still hey, like Andrew, both of them. to keep moss things interesting flex. yeah i would be willing to bet you a game that oh. singletary outperforms zach moss this week wait you're talking a like a prediction game like yeah like a the prediction seven one right now yep oh no so, like um like a matchup oh like a like a matchup okay yeah yeah okay so hypothetically if i if the Buccaneers win, and then Moss does better, okay, Never I like mind. that. Let's okay, do it. I All agree. Right, cool. I get what you mean. Wrap All my right. head around it. 
Singletary. It's going to be close. It's going to be real close. We're talking fantasy points. ESPN Standard League. ESPN Standard League. Perfect. PPR, right? Uh, Standard League's half point PPR. Half point PPR. I'll yeah. take it. Still take it? Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I mean, Zach Moss, he is always a threat for a touchdown, uh, and he could absolutely get it this week, but I do think Singletary shoulders the mm-hmm. load. Um, yeah, not starting any tight ends in this matchup. These two no. teams, give me the Seahawks. I'll take the Seahawks, but you forgot about Cole Beasley. Dark Cole Beasley as well. I... Diggs, Beasley, Brown, all three of them. Okay, I would go with the big two uh, with Diggs and Brown. Uh, but Beasley, you know, if I can't knock you for it, you know, I mm-hmm. think he he was born in the flex. He'll die in the flex. Exactly. He's the ultimate yeah. flex player. Yeah. And that's what I love about him. I mean, obviously, the order the order goes Diggs, Brown, Beasley, but they're going up against the Seattle Seahawks, who've given up the most fan, uh, the most passing yards per game at 358. Split that among those three. Ooh. That's production all around. Oh, man. Yeah, so we both picked the Seahawks. Next up, we have the Panthers taking on the Chiefs. Christian McCaffrey was activated off of IR. He did practice on Wednesday. It looks like it is McCaffrey time. Locked and loaded. I am starting him. As far as receiving options, uh, the Chiefs are a sneaky, tough defense, uh, but I think you do still start DJ Moore. I would expect a wide receiver three week from him. Robbie Anderson, I would also expect a wide receiver three week as well. Um, and I'm that's faded on on Robbie Anderson. Like hard fade, like well, a like like a low end flex this week. I, I'm a not low expecting end good flex. Per- wow, I'm not expecting a good performance, but you have to play him just because. Uh, well, I, I, I'll talk about him later. Okay, sounds good. Uh, And over to the Chiefs side of the ball. Uh, You know this team. There are no surprises. Uh, Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill. Uh, Running game, you know, it's, I think it is still clearly Clyde Edwards-Alaire's backfield. Um, They both disappointed last week, Bell and CEH. But this week against the Panthers, I would start CEH as a running back two and Le'Veon Bell as a desperation flex until we see what he's got. Yeah, I agree with you there. These two teams, give me the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Next up, we have the Bears taking on the Titans. Uh, With regards to the Bears, uh, this is a team that, you know, they've accumulated a a shocking number of wins, uh, but I don't think this is a good team. It is just a good defense. I don't get how they're five and three. Uh, Montgomery, David Montgomery is a fine start. Uh, I would not expect a ton, uh, but he's getting the work. So especially in a bye week, I think he is a fine low end running back too. Yeah. Allen Robinson. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, no team has run the ball less than the Chicago bears. Yes. Uh, and Allen Robinson is a stud. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Graham. I know how you feel about Jimmy Graham. Sure. Uh, He is always a threat for a touchdown, I have him as a low end tight end or a high end tight end two, tight end two. just because yeah. of that, that touchdown threat. Um, I'm way more excited about other players. Yeah, me too. Hawkinson, for example. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and over to the Titans side of the ball, Jordan Reed. That's yeah, Jordan it. Reed. I would start over Jimmy Graham. Uh, and with the Titans, you're starting Henry Tannehill, I think is a fine stream, even in a tough matchup. 
AJ Brown, you're starting. Yeah. Corey Davis, uh, I think, is a solid start. A wide receiver three with upside. He's been performing uh-huh. consistently this year, finally. Janu Smith coming off of a few disappointing games. I still believe he's still getting it. the targets. He's yeah. still talented. I think it's just been unlucky and in really tough matchups. Mm-hmm. So and with Adam Humphreys out this week or questionable this week, uh due to I think a head injury, concussion maybe. Um I, I like the the chances of shorter passes to Jonu Smith. So Yeah. I like that as well. I think Jonu Smith is in the tight end one range this yeah. week. These two teams, give me the Titans. Titans. Next up, we have the Oakland Raiders taking on the LA Chargers. Raiders make it very easy for us. Uh, Josh Jacobs should be a beast. Um, I guess what I said was going to be easy. Uh, Waller, you're starting. When it comes to wide receivers, uh, you know, Algalor let us down last week, uh, but it was a weird weather game. I would be willing to start Aguilar this week as a yep. low-end wide receiver three. I think he put together enough of uh, previous few performances to warrant some trust. I do still have Aguilar ahead of Ruggs until proven otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, but I think Ruggs, you know, I think he's a, he's a fine Hail Mary play. He is He's Deshaun Jackson-esque, where it only takes one throw for him to get, you know, 12 fantasy football points. Yep, and with a team like the LA chargers that like to give up a lot of fantasy points. Ruggs has got some value this week. So I, I, my tier list for the receiving core, uh, Aguilar rugs, Renfro Renfro is a big desperation. Like a, just a, if you really need to, if you got no one else on your team, Renfro rugs is low end. Aguilar is a decent flex. Yeah. Yeah. I respect that. Uh, and to the Raiders or to the chargers side, uh, I am a huge fan of Herbert. I think he is a locked and loaded QB one rest of the way. And something that is great for Herbert, not great for fantasy, is he really shares the love. Uh, Keenan Allen is a beast. You are starting him. Uh, but outside of Keenan Allen, you know, Mike Williams has shown flashes. Uh, but we've also seen there is literally no floor. Uh, his floor is zero points. So, um, you know, Mike Williams, I think, is a flex play. Uh, and Hunter Henry, you know, there just has not seemed to be that chemistry with Herbert. Um, you know, I think he's still in the tight end one, low end or high end tight end two range uh, just because of his involvement in this offense. But I would certainly like to see it uh, before I, I trust him fully. Yeah, I agree with you there. It's it's really just a ugly situation, um, just because he does share the share the love a lot. But yeah, Allen uh, and and Williams. But yeah, Justin Jackson, I think, is a great play this week. I, I think he is clearly the running back to own Holy ahead crap. of Joshua Kelly, and I think he should be. A, I think he's in the RB two category this week. Yeah, big time, big time indeed. Big time. These two teams. Andrew, Raiders. I'm going to let you pick first. Raiders. I am going to go Chargers. Okay. I'm going Chargers, baby. All yes, the way. Brendan. I, I there was like no it. way Brendan was not going to cheer for his boy, Justin Herbert. So. <laughs> no way he was going to go against Herbert. Oh, man. It's, it's, a, it's a healthy bromance. Uh-huh. Next up in our final game, we're previewing for week nine. Before we jump into our yays and nays of the week. 
the New England Patriots taking on the Jets, two of the worst teams in football. <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> the little chuckle that you had. You're Andrew, so proud of that. here's yeah. a shout out to our friend Isaac Angelus. I think oh, that's how you pronounce his last name. Man, it's... You know, a good man. friend of ours. He has been a Patriots fan his whole life. Yep. And he loves Tom Brady, loves the Patriots yep. with everything he in loves, his fiber. He loves uh, telling everyone about it as well. Oh, every Patriots fan loves telling people yeah. how much of a Patriots fan they are. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm happy that his era of dominance has come to an end. Yep. So here's here's to you, Isaac. The Patriots suck, and I don't expect much to change. Um, Cam Newton. You know, I think he is a streamable player against this gross Jets uh, defense. Yeah, um, I would totally. much rather start Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. Um, Big Ben. Drew yeah, Locke, I would start Big Ben. I would not Tannehill. start Drew Locke. <laughs> uh, but Tannehill, I would absolutely start ahead of Cam Newton. Um, outside of that, Damian Harris. Start him. Start him. That's uh, it. That's, that's it. it. Oh, it's ugly. I love Damian Harris. Um, but yeah, if you if you read the articles on our website, you know how much I really uh I'm excited for Damian Harris. He's really the uh the only hero on this team right now. The only guy putting up numbers. It's a it's a decent matchup. I'm not expecting, you know, hu- a huge game, but a a good high-end flex option for Harris. Yeah, I think Harris is in the RB two category this week. He put over a hundred yards and a touchdown last week. It's great. And this jets team sucks eggs. So I I think the run defense is better. Run defense is better for the jets than than most people think. Yeah. But passing defense is atrocious. (laughs) Uh, Over to the Jets side of the ball. Jamison Crowder is questionable with a groin injury. Sam Darnold is expected to play. Uh, The only person I'm playing is Jamison Crowder. If he's healthy, of course. I'm I'm playing P. Ryan as well. Well, Michael P. Ryan, running back. Oof. Uh, I I would have him as a flex. Um, but yeah, I, I certainly can't blame you. Uh, he's getting the work. Uh, yeah. but yeah, that's that's gross. You, you wonder the sad thing is David Harris and Michael P. Ryan are my running back one and my running back two this week on my team because oh. I have Gaskin, wow. Mixon, a lot of a lot of a lot of bad news over here. But yeah, there's. That's the good news is it's you have something to hope for. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting uh, Monday night game. So <laughs> cheering for some rushing touchdowns. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, well, I will start those two. Piran, flex option. Andrew, that wraps up our week nine recap. We didn't, <laughs> didn't pick the winner. They're both losers, in my opinion. We didn't even. All right, we're uh, both going Pats. Yeah, I'm going Patriots for I'll, show. I'll go. Ooh. Go Jets. Do it, you think maniac. You want me to? Let me. Okay. So I pick. We disagreed on Bucks Saints. We yep. disagreed on Raiders Chargers. Yep. So Sing- if Singletary I pick, and Moss. Singletary Moss. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Patriots because the tiebreaker is gonna come down to Singletary versus Moss. All right. Easy enough. Yeah, I wanted to pick the Jets, but I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not that dumb. Not yet. I'm not at that point. Maybe next <laughs> not week. Not yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Andrew, let's break into our yays and nays of the week. Uh Brendan, I will I will let you choose. Start with yays or start with nays. Ooh. Let's uh let's start with the nays. We'll oh. we'll end on a good note. Okay. Nice. I like it. Uh my f- first nay of the day 
is the Bills running backs versus Seattle. <laughs> our, okay. uh, our bet we're making this week. You know, I think they are both going to struggle. I think Singletary gets the slight edge because of his role in the passing game. Uh, but I think this is going to need to be a full-on wide receiver aerial assault. Josh Allen has a cannon, and I think that's what they're going to need to use to beat the Seattle team if they can. Uh, so I do think they're going to throw the running backs to the wind. Zach Moss is not involved at all in the passing game. And I think they're going to struggle to have those red zone opportunities that Zach Moss needs to thrive. So I think Bill's running backs, my first nays of the week. Got it. That's a, uh, it's a little awkward because I may or may not pick Devin Singletary as my <laughs> nay of the week. So I'll move on to my second player, and that's wide receiver Sterling Shepard. Uh, for the New York Giants. This is this is a little bit of a hot take. He had eight receptions, 74 yards last week, uh, which is pretty solid. But they're going up against a really good Washington football team. Uh, great defense. Who, they've allowed the fewest passing yards this season overall. Uh, it, it's, I expect, I would say, 50 yards out of them. No higher. It, low end flex for me. Um, it, it is definitely a, a, a tough week for, for injuries and buys. So if you have to play Shepard, I don't blame you, but I don't expect Shepard to have that good of a week at all. Yeah, solid. I get Daniel it. Daniel Jones is going to struggle. Yeah. what I'm saying. So a normal week for Daniel the Jones. A normal week. He might struggle even, even more than <laughs> previous weeks. Uh, my next nay of the day is Amari Cooper versus Pittsburgh. Uh, Andrew, for as long as we've been doing this podcast, we say start your studs. Start your studs. We are past that point. Amari Cooper is a stud, uh, but he is currently a dud. Uh, he start, is disappearing into the woodwork. And Ben yeah. DiNucci, love your name, hate you as a player. I don't think Just this gets bad. any better. Going up against the best defense in football, Cooper is a hard bench this week. Yeah, start start your stud unless you got a quarterback named Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush, <laughs> and and then maybe look elsewhere. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a good one. I mean, you really can't play anyone there. Wow, what a weird. Remember, like week three where we were like Cooper Lamb. Yeah, I never start said all Cooper. Of them. I well, mean, I said, I I said start him, but but I, yeah, yeah. You're like all three of them could be good. Yeah. Uh, now it's none of them. So yep. my next player i guess my final player because you talked about singletary i'm gonna go robbie anderson robbie anderson carolina panthers going up against the kansas city chiefs which like you said very underrated defense there did you know robbie anderson hasn't scored a touchdown since week one? Oh, that's a good tip that's crazy has not scored a touchdown sick since week one curtis samuel was very involved last week and there was a lot of missed passes to dj moore that i saw um I expect more to have an amazing week. I see Robbie Anderson to, to have a very low-end flex game, about the same amount of points as Curtis Samuel. It's going to be all DJ Moore and a little bit of McCaffrey. Yeah, I dig By it. a little bit, I mean a lot. <laughs> a Sorry, whole guys. lot. Yeah. Uh, my final nay player is Jonathan Taylor versus Baltimore. Uh, we discussed this in an earlier podcast, but he does appear to be hurt. And this is a elite Baltimore defense. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I'm benching. Uh, even if he does play, uh, I think he just needs to recover. 
And I think they are going to let the other two running backs shoulder the load. And I think it will be split this week uh, as he does appear to be less than 100%. So I am benching Jonathan Taylor this week. Good one. Next up, we have our yays. So we can end this podcast on a high note. My first yay is Damian Harris versus the New York Jets. Nice. Last week, over like 100 it. yards and a touchdown as the uh, versus the Bills last week. Uh, he's a talented runner. He looks good, and I do think he'll have plenty of opportunity to run in this game against the Jets. All right, my first yay of the week. I'll stick with the running back. I'm going Justin Jackson for the Los Angeles Chargers going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, We saw last week, Justin Jackson was in 47% uh, of the team snaps. Joshua Kelly, 24. It's clear and obvious Jackson is emerged as the number one. Um, The Raiders do have a very good defense, however, but they allow still on average a pretty big number of points to running backs this season. And with Justin Jackson getting more and more carries, uh, I can expect him to get, obviously, more and more points. Um, He's still involved in the receiving game as well. I like that. I just think that this is going to be another game where he he emerges even more as the number one over Joshua Kelly. Yeah, no, I think that's a great pick, and I love me some Justin Jackson this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, My next yay is Rob Gronkowski versus New Orleans. He has three straight games with a touchdown, and he has that chemistry with Tom Brady. I think the streak continues. New Orleans is notoriously burnable this season, uh, and I just think that connection's strong. I think this is a shootout, and I think Brady puts on a clinic. I love me some Rob Gronkowski this week. I think he finishes as a top five tight end. I love that. But just pick Gronk, man. It's going to be such a fun game. <laughs> I'm going to go. J.D. McKissick for the Washington football team. Oh, I hate you. Antonio Gibson's obviously better. But I'm going to go J.D. McKissick, who is putting up a a really good season. He's position ranked 42 on ESPN, averaging 8 points per game. Um, He he did have a rough game week 7 against Dallas, where he should have put up big numbers, but they're going up against a defense that's just as bad some could argue even worse uh, in the New York Giants. So J.D. McKissick, way more involved in, in the receiving game than Antonio Gibson, which is really weird. Uh, and he's with a with a week where you need to play some, some of these ugly players. McKissick is a lot better of an option than, than most players we can find. So I, I like McKissick. Uh, he already put up some big numbers against the Giants earlier this year. Had his best game uh, of the season, putting up six receptions, 43 yards, plus eight carries for 41 yards, which is the most carries he's had, most rushing yards he's had, most uh, receptions and receiving yards. So I, everything about this matchup just fits for me. Man, I will let you have that one. Uh, my oh. final yay of the week is David Johnson versus Jacksonville. He has just been consistent this season. Uh, Not really any breakout performances, but he has always been in the RB2, RB3 category. He's getting the work, uh, double-digit touches each week, and Jacksonville is hemorrhaging points to the running back position. I think David Johnson is able to get it done. 
Uh, last time he faced Jacksonville earlier this season, he had over 100 total yards. I think he does it again this week. Nice. All right. I'm going to go with the uh, the the hot take. Is it a hot take? The risky play of the week, and that's quarterback for the Denver Broncos. That is Drew Locke. He had his first game where he's had over one touchdown pass uh, this season. Put up almost 250 yards last week against the LA Chargers. Now they're going up against the Atlanta Falcons this week. And most of the time when you play the Falcons, the quarterback puts up some decent numbers. Matthew Stafford had a, a decent game. Um, we knew earlier in the season, I think, what, Aaron Rodgers had a heck of a game. I'm uh, not comparing Drew Locke to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is way better than, than Drew Locke. But with some with a reliable tight end like Noah Fant and some upside players like Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy, uh, I can see where, where you would want to start him. If, you've, if you are a Joe Burrow owner, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, all these players that are on buys this week, uh, Drew Locke could actually be a very good streaming quarterback. Andrew, I like that pick. I think he could have a good week as well. And that wraps up our week nine preview episode. Uh, Everybody, thank you so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. If you could ask a favor, uh, please leave a review on whatever platform you use to listen to us. It means a great deal to us. It helps spread the word. And gosh darn it, it leaves us having a happy feeling in our tummies. Uh, Thank you all again so much. Stay safe, have fun, and good luck in week nine.